Hey, let's hear it for Virginia Road Band. Aren't they incredible? I'm sorry, I'm only in here about once a month. That is the funkiest Christmas caroling I've ever done. It's just great. I love it. Well, this is the beginning of Advent, and we've just lighted the candle of hope. Hope, which begins Advent. And over the next several weeks, we'll be retelling the story of the coming of Christ. But it all begins this Sunday with a rather unusual text. How many of you have watched one or more episodes of The House of Cards? You familiar with this show? I'm going to do something a little different this morning. The, the message this morning is to watch and to wait. Because the Son of God is coming again. Listen to the words of Scripture set to the theme of House of Cards. There will be signs in the sun, the moon, and the stars. And on the earth, distress among nations, confused by the roaring of the sea and the waves. People will faint from fear and foreboding of what is coming upon the world, for the powers of the heavens will be shaken. And then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory, and now when these things begin to take place, stand up and raise your heads because your redemption is drawing near. Then he told them a parable. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. As soon as they sprout leaves, you can see for yourselves and you know that summer is already near. So also when you see these things taking place, you know that the kingdom of God is near. Truly I tell you, this generation will not pass away until all things have taken place. Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will not pass away. So be on your guard so that your hearts are not weighed down with dissipation and drunkenness and the worries of this life. And that day does not catch you unexpectedly like a trap. For it will come upon all who live on the face of the whole earth. Be alert at all times praying that you may have the strength to escape all these things that will take place and to stand before the Son of Man. Friends, this is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The House of Cards. If you saw the images on that, as I read this text, there, there's storm clouds moving Across the skyline, shadows come up on the buildings. Darkness descends. Life is a house of cards. And it's descending into depravity. It's a very cynical view of life, of our government, of our country's leadership. The characters in the show keep making all sorts of compromises to the point that they lose any values that they might have had when they started. Now, the Lord knows there's plenty to be cynical about in life. If you've read the newspaper, 
you found plenty to be cynical about. But for the believer, the antidote to the cynicism of our time is the hope in what God will yet do. Let me shift the focus from that scene of a, an approaching storm in House of Cards. The Pyrenees Mountains stretch from the Atlantic to the Mediterranean Sea, and they're situated in France and Spain. There are over 200 summits in the Pyrenees Mountains. The highest peak is located in Spain, and it's a paradise for skiers and hikers all over the world. But because of its location, the Pyrenees receive storms of all kinds, from all sides. So if you're going to go to the Pyrenees to go skiing or camping or hiking, you better come prepared because you never know what's going to happen. Now, being a Midwesterner, I know what a convective storm is. That's what tornadoes arise. And the Pyrenees Mountains has convective storms of all kinds. So the story is that some novice hikers were out with a guide in the Pyrenees. On the first night, they hiked through set up their camp, had dinner, went to sleep. And during the night, about four in the morning, a storm broke out the likes that they'd never seen before. It felt like the world was coming to an end. The wind blew, the rain pounded their tent, bent the tent poles over. And then finally the storm passed and the dawn arose. These two hikers climbed out wet, from their sleeping bags into the day to find out what had happened, survey the damages of the storm, and here's the guide fixing breakfast. And they turned to him and said, I suppose now we're going to have to leave. We're, gonna, we're not going to continue, are we? And the guide said, oh, oh, that. Well, that's just the way the dawn comes up in the Pyrenees. That happens with regularity. So Jesus is guiding his disciples in the story that I just read to you this morning and telling them, don't be surprised. That is the way the dawn comes up in the kingdom of God. It comes up with a storm the likes you've never seen before. So trust, watch, stay alert. The Lord is coming again, and don't be surprised when it gets dark and stormy. These things must happen. The Lord will yet do something fantastic. Every so often, we see these massive storms that arise. In fact, there's a lot of talk about these storms these days. There was one that hit the Mexico coast just recently that I think they were saying, was the largest storm recorded in the Pacific. It wasn't long ago that the largest storm recorded in the Atlantic hit the New Jersey coast. It was the um, Hurricane Sandy, and it was even larger than Katrina, apparently. Weather systems are indiscriminate. Everybody's affected by them. When the power goes out, it doesn't matter if you're a person who's just hoping for a little more light in their life, or you're a hospital that's desperately in need of power to save people's lives, it's indiscriminate. 
So you better be prepared. You better watch and pay attention. So I don't know about you, but I have my generator ready to go for this winter. If El Nino should knock out the power, I can start it up. You got to be prepared. The season of Advent, the season of Advent refers to the four weeks before Christmas, and it's a word that comes from the same root word for adventure. Something's about to happen. In the Oxford Dictionary, that which comes to us or happens without design, chance, hap, fortune, luck. So Luke's gospel tells the story of this adventurous new beginning with God. It's like a massive storm system. The kingdom of God is coming. And it's indiscriminate. It has this dimension like a storm, like the coming of summer. And it begins with hope. Is life really just a house of cards? Jesus shifts the conversation to prepare his followers for what lies ahead. Now, I don't know about you, we haven't yet started our Christmas decorations. I mean, we're, we're thinking about it. It's Advent after all. But we think it's a little too early to jump in on that. But if you're like us, you decorate your house for Christmas, you buy gifts for loved ones, you receive and recreate the traditions that you've enjoyed with your families over the years. And this text in Advent reminds us that Advent is more than just going back and recreating what we've experienced before. Advent is about looking forward to what God will yet do in our lives and in the world. And it's looking forward with hope. So I hope your Christmas isn't just looking backwards, that it's also looking forward. Jesus shifts the conversation. He prepares his followers for what lies ahead, and he gives them a brief glimpse into the final chapter. Because disciples have to do more than just be wishful thinkers about the future. We can't just have wishes about happy endings. Instead, we have to prepare ourselves for the challenges of living for the sacrifices that need to be made and perseverance in the world. The salvation of God isn't sentimental. Salvation dawns with upheaval and cataclysmic force. Here's the difference for the faithful believer. We're not only moving towards the end we're moving towards the fulfillment of life. It's not ultimately a descent into darkness. There's no ultimate pessimism about life for the believer, no cynicism about the values of our lives in the present. We're moving towards the life that God the Creator has made for us from the very beginning. And it's the life that our Savior is already at work here and now to restore and to renew in you and me. Life has its tragedies. 
but it's also moving towards this fantastic fulfillment that God plans for us. Now, there are plenty of gloomy philosophies out there, like the House of Cards. But faith looks towards an optimism born of hope, a hope that leads to preparation, especially in the face of adversity. Hope is the candle we lit this morning. We hope for more than we can see. If you're like me, you tend to be a kind of reasonable person. You always have at least one foot grounded in reality. Maybe over the Advent season, we can suspend our reasonableness for just a little while and believe that once upon a time, heaven and earth came together in a moment in time when God in Christ entered human history. We can believe that. But are we prepared to believe that God will again enter human history? And do something so fantastic we can't even imagine it? Do we have that kind of hope for the future? Frederick Beekner put it this way. In a world without God, we know at least that the thing that will happen will be a human thing. A thing no better and no worse than the most that humanity itself can be. But in a world with God, we can never know what will happen. So I guess the question is, does your world have God in it? Do you hope for more than you can see? Do you believe that God has the future in hand? My mother has Alzheimer's disease, as many of you know. It's a terrible disease. She lives in a residential facility near my siblings in Minnesota now with 11 other residents with dementia. It's a difficult disease because you lose the people you love in bits and pieces over time. Recently, it's become more difficult for the staff of that facility to redirect her used to be that she was fairly easy to redirect. Her anxieties would come up and you could focus her in a new direction. But now, increasingly, her personality is changing because of the disease. She's becoming more adamant, more anxious, sometimes even belligerent, sometimes even combative. And we know it's a progressive disease. It's a horrible thing. We know that this dementia will take increasingly bits and pieces of her and the person we know and love. She requires medication. We have learned that you can't treat the confusion, but you can treat the anxiety. So she's on medication now to help adjust that. We know that the end is approaching. So we're trying to prepare for the inevitable without trying to predict the timetable that God has established for such things. And maybe in a way it's like that in life. We have to prepare without knowing the timetable. 
It's possible in the face of something like Alzheimer's to become cynical about life. I mean, what's the point? If this is what life comes to, if this is how life ends, what is the point of all the rest that we try to do? But here is the point, and here's the point of the text this morning. Life is more than a house of cards. Even in its tragic dimensions, God is moving human life beyond history. God is doing something so fantastic that we will be in awe when it comes to fruition. In a world with God, we come together here in church to celebrate what is yet possible, to embrace the mystery of faith, to learn from these ancient texts, and to relive the story of our faith, to experience the presence of Christ. And in our grim and cynical times, it may appear to be no more than a pipe dream to believe beyond the possibilities of history for the impossibilities of God. Life is sometimes sobering. Life is always fantastic. So don't lose your nerve and don't lose your grip. Hope in what the Lord will yet do, even in the face of adversity, because your redemption is drawing near. Don't be cynical. Grounded in hope. Because the one who has begun a good work in you will bring it to completion. By the day of Jesus Christ, our Lord, thanks be to God. Amen. Let us pray. Gracious God, thank you that our lives are more than a house of cards. We know that the storm clouds arise on the horizon. We can see darkness descend. We know people who are struggling with adversity. And we sometimes wonder ourselves where it's all headed. Help us to believe in more than we can see. Help us to put our trust in the living God and deepen our hope so it goes all the way down to the challenges we face. And grounded in that hope, help us to look for your coming future. For we pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.